Okay, Vayakel Pekude, Tavshin Ayin Ches, the climax of Sefer Shmos, and hopefully we'll talk a little bit at the end about Parshas Para, which is also uh, this coming Shabbos. So the Torah starts off in Parshas Vayakel, Vayakel Moshe, as called Aspen Yisrael Vayamar Lehem. Oh, just to schedule a note, so we have this week and then we have next week, and we have to work out exactly. Remember the uh, the week before. Uh, Pesach will have a Haggadah shear instead of the Parsha shear that week. Uh, we'll work out the next couple of weeks, though. We're still uh, in Yoni Parsha. Okay, Vayakab Akute. Here we go. Vayakab Moshe as Kaladas Bnei Yisrael Vayomer Aleihem. Moshe gathers all the Klai Yisrael Vayomer Aleihem and says to them, Eila Hadvarim, Asher Tziva Hashem Lasososam. These are the, the things that Hashem says that you shall do. And then we get into Shabbos. Right, one of the many times the Torah speaks about Shabbos. Sheishes Yamim Teasem Alacha Uvayom Ashvi Yelachem Kodesh. Six days work shall be done on the seventh day. Yelachem Kodesh Shabbos Shabbos on Lashem Kalosa Bo Malacha. You must. Whoever does Malacha, you must. Says Rashi. Sheishes Yamim Hiktim Lahem Ashara Shabbos Letzivim Malachas Hamishkan. Shabbos comes before Mishkan. Here in Vayakel, we have Shabbos before Mishkan, right? The most important Pasuk, besides the Osasakal Malachi and the Aserah Sedibros, the most important Pasuk about Shabbos and all the Torah comes up here in Parshas Vayakel when we talk about uh, Malachas Machsheves. But says the Rashi, why is Shabbos written before the Mishkan here in Vayakel? Lomar she'eno docha es Shabbos. To teach us that Shabbos has priority over the Mishkan, that building the Mishkan is not Docha Shabbos. Shabbos has priority, right? And that's what Rashi, that's what Rashi says. As was Volbi in source number one in his commentary on Chumash, Kasha, Lama Tzarech Hashara. Why do you need a warning in a special juxtaposition of the Psukim to teach me that Shabbos will be Docha Binyana Mishkan? Mehechi Tesi, Shemishkan Docha Shabbos. Why would I have thought that? Why would I have thought that the, the building of the Mishkan would be Docha Shabbos? What is there a Havamina than any other mitzvah? Specifically, where Shabbos is nidche, where other mitzvahs come and have priority over Shabbos, is based on a pasuk. It's based on a special limud. Uh, karbonos of the day are docha Shabbos. Pikuach nefesh is docha Shabbos. So the specific context where Shabbos is pushed aside, there's a limud to teach us that. So there's no limud here. So why do I need a limud the other way? Why would I have thought that one can build a mishkan? And push aside Shabbos. Says Revolbi, ain't any I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but maybe this idea is about the mentality. So he says, I don't know the Pshat, but I'm going to say this. But this saying this is, is an idea. As we discussed last week in Cheta Egel, according to Ramban, what was the Cheta Egel about? It wasn't Mamash Avodazara. It wasn't Avodazara. They weren't looking to throw away God, Chasvashalom. But what was it? It was what we could call a mitzvah haba We want to serve Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu was our intermediary all these years. He died. We need someone else to serve Hashem. We need to create avenues to serve Hashem. The problem was, Right? They, they had great kavanas. The problem was that they used their own methods. And they thought that the ends justify the means. I could do whatever I want because this is my goal. Says Moshe Rabbeinu, you're building a mishkan. Don't think you can do whatever you want. I'm building a mishkan. I can do whatever, whatever, whenever I want. Why, what do I mean? I can't do it on Shabbos, right? This I'm, I'm involved in a mitzvah. Says the 
Shirei Tochumis says Revolbi. No, no, no. That's that's the parallel. Right after the Egel, Moshe Rabbeinu has to warn them. Okay, what what would be the halachic precedent? Not none, but just in mentality. This is the same type of Avera that might be violated because we think that the Mishkan is some amazing goal that we could even do on Shabbos. We're building a Mishkan. So of course I could violate a little bit. <coughs> That's the Kiddush of the Torah. No, no. The ends do not always justify the means and they are, or never justify illegal and non-halachic means and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu had to be mitzavah and then he quotes, this is really one of the Esodos of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. That he says, he writes about, Revolvi writes about this in the commentary on Chumash and also in the Ali Shur, which I gave you in, in source number two. But first let's read it in source number one. What does Rabbi Yisrael Salanter say? In our mitzvos, when we're involved in good things, we have to make sure that we're not violating in those mitzvos. Like the Mitzvot Yisharim talks about. Yefashvesh and Yemashvesh b'maysav. Hu karalazeh, so I have to call this fruma negia. What's a fruma negia? Negia, something which is uh, subjective, something partial, but it's fruma, right? It's, it's for the mitzvah. It's a fruma negia, meaning I, I, I'm l'shem shamayim. It's in the name of God. But not everything in the name of God is, is allowed. Right, a Jew once put on his talus. When he put on his tzitzis and he and he was machmir like all the shittas, how many times you have to flip the tzitzis on your shoulders? Right, he hit Rav Yisrael Salanter in the face with the tzitzis. Why am I at fault that you're a machmir? Right, why are you stepping on my shoes? Right, every story, every little tidbit, every little vignette that's said about Yisrael Salanter could teach us. Vikan Rotzer Yisrael Laharis Lo. What was Yisrael Salanter teaching us about this little little story that he said over? Somebody hit me in the face with a talus, right? To teach us Just because you're doing a mitzvah doesn't mean that the averus that you're involved in by doing the mitzvah is going to be butel, right? Butel averus b'mitzvus. There's no such thing. Let's say somebody's giving a shear. I want to get a good seat. I want to be at the shear. And as I'm going to the shear, you know what I'm going to do to get a good seat? I'm going to push people. I'm going to step on them. I'm going to drive like a crazy and to steal somebody's spot. Right? I can do all the things, the, but I'm going to a shear. I'm going to the shear. So move out of my way. Lichos, I could get angry. Lehisragays, because they're bedech l'shmoa drasha shal musav yirashamayim. I could do whatever I want. Right, one of my rabbis always used to give the example. You know, the husband's ready to go to the wedding, and the wife is taking a little bit longer. So what happens? I have to get to the chuppah. Really, he just wants to get to the smorgasbord. But I have to, I have to get to the chuppah, and I might get a bracha, and I'm a good friend. And what's, what's he going to do without me? And I have to be there. I'm an aide. Right. Shalom bias comes is more important than any of those values. Right? But we're doing a mitzvah. We're focused. I can do whatever I want. I can say what I want. We spoke in the past about the Shalom bias Sefer. Right? In those situations, just get the Sefer and start learning. Right? A mitzvah bab avera in these type of contexts, Hashem is not interested in that mitzvah. If we're Zoha, and then he talks also in Ali Shur, I didn't give you the first part of the chapter. The chapter, the title of the chapter is Frumkite. 
Right, that's the title of the chapter in Ali Shur. So in that chapter, he talks about the same idea, same idea that a mitzvah, the way that we get close to Hashem is not by raising ourselves up directly. I'm going to the shir and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. It's by lowering ourselves in doing the mitzvah. Line eight. Lola tapis lo shamayim el lahan mich atzmo zeu haderech. The fun of the lower that we could hold ourselves, the lower we are, the more Hashem is close to us. And then again, he talks in 17, line 17, about the Firminagia, right? Goremes, Sinas Chinam, Lashin Hara, Rechilus, Halbanas Panim, Sheker, Machlokas. Every one of the Averis. Bale Shita Achaz Machzikim Zoslo Mitzvah Achidi Rivehem. If I hold a certain way, it's a mitzvah to say you're wrong. It's a mitzvah to insult the other person because I'm right. Right? To get the aliyah, to get the maftir, I could do whatever I want. I could badmouth someone else because I'm the one that's deserving. Right? Uh, everything is mutter because, you know, I want to get my guy voted in. Somebody steals flour. I steal flour. I bake a bread. So Hashem doesn't want our bracha in that case. So many examples that he that he gives. Again, he quotes a famous example on line twenty-five. The whole shul was waiting for Rabbi Yisrael to come to Kol Nidre. Where's Rabbi Yisrael? He didn't come. They had to start without him. So he missed Kol Nidre. He missed Kol Nidre. Somebody left the baby crying in the crib and left him screaming. The baby was left by himself. I'll take care of the baby. Gonna leave a baby? What's saying? I can take on the myself. I can say it later. But it's more important to care for this child. Right, that's the, that's just the specific example. But again, this is a Visual Salanter. The ends don't always justify the means, and therefore, we needed a lima to teach us that the Binyan Amishkan is not Docha Shabbos. Right, we can't, oh, it's, I'm building, I'm building, I'm, I'm all good. No, no, no. Binyan Amishkan is not Docha Shabbos, doesn't matter, you know, what, what we, uh, what we think. Okay. One idea related to that. There's another idea. An amazing suggestion. I think we might have touched on this in other years, but I didn't have it uh, recorded, so we'll do it right now, and that's the Meshachachma. The Meshachachma, also on the same Limud. The same Limud that the Torah tells us that the Binyan HaMishkan is not Doche Shabbos. Says the Meshachachma. Interesting. If you look back in Parshas Kisisa, if we look back in Parshas Kisisa, there, Binyan HaMishkan is discussed first. The Kalim. All the way at the end of that long first aliyah, that's where we have Vishamru. We have Vishamru at the end of Rishon in Kisisa. And before that, right before the whole Egel, before that we have And after that we have etc. So we have Shabbos and the Mishkan together, but in Kisisa, Shabbos comes after the Mishkan. The Mishkan's first. Here, in Vayakel, Shabbos comes first. So the Gemara, as Rashi quotes, Rashi quotes the Chazal, that we darshan, that Binyan Mishkan is not Docha Shabbos from this juxtaposition. Shabbos is first. But why isn't Shabbos first in last week's parsha? 
Last week's parsha, first the Mishkan comes, and then Shabbos. Says the Meshachachma. And there's others. I think a number of years ago we quoted the Beis Halevi also. Beis Halevi has a different answer to this question. Beis Halevi, if you remember, the answer was the Mishkan, well, he gives a mashal. He says if a king has to give uh, things to his child, so what does he give first? He has to give certain things that he needs and then certain things beyond, like the jewelry and the, and the special extra things. So he has to give everything to his son. What does he give first? What he gives, he gives second. So if the king really loves his son, he'll give the special things first. And then he'll give him the socks and the undershirts and, and basic needs. But if he has to give what he needs, if he does not do it out of love, he'll just give his basic needs and then eventually he'll give the extra things because he has to. We can't live without Shabbos. Shabbos is a necessity. The Mishkan, we can live without. Mishkan Mikdash. We've done that for 2,000 years. It's extra. It's special. Before Chayta Egel, beginning of Kisisa, first we have the Mishkan and then we have Shabbos. Because the Mishkan is extra special. We were in a certain love of Hashem. And then we have the Shabbos. But here, after the Egel, we were on a lower level and therefore Shabbos comes first. First you have what you need and eventually I'll give you. So, the Beis Halevi already points that out, the chilek between the before and the after. So the Meshachachma also has before and an after, but a different shot. The Yitachain, it is possible, says the Meshachachma. I don't have any rayas to this in Chazal, but it's possible. The Hinei, Meleches HaMishkan, Einodome Lamachshiri Avoda Delodachu Shabbos. The building of the Mishkan is not like other halachos that are for sure Doche Shabbos that they are machshirin, they're preparatory stages. But if you're building the Mishkan and you're going straight, you're obviously not going to finish it in seven days, you're going to hit a Shabbos. So it's not like you could have done everything before Shabbos. That's why there's the Havamina that the Binyan Mishkan can be Docha Shabbos because it's not like Machshirin that you could have done beforehand. And now he says his Chiddush. The Yitachain, the Be'avoda Hotra Shabbos. So why is it, as the Meshachachma, that Avodas HaMishkan is Docha Shabbos? It's just Binyan HaMishkan is not Docha. Because by Avoda there's Hashras HaShchina in the Mishkan. And when there's already Hashras HaShchina, then you can bring Karba, you do the Avodi even on Shabbos. The Shechina is already there. And Shabbos is Eidus for the Shechina. But if you already have the Shechina in that spot, then it can be Docha Shabbos. Shabbos is the Eidus for all people that Hashem created the world and was Mechadish the world from nothing. And Avodas HaMishkan has all the symbolism as we're going to start by Yikra Hashem next week. That the world is all in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hands. It is B'chadish B'chol Yom Tamid. That's what Avoda in the Mishkan symbolizes. That's why, right, the Pazak says in Sefer Dvarim, we used to go bring Maishr Shani and watch the Kohanim and it would be inspiring. It will lead to Yerat Shemayim. Says the Meshachachma, Avodas HaMishkan is Docha, therefore, because... There's Hashras Hashchina. Binyan HaMishkan is not Docha Shabbos because there's no Hashras Hashchina yet. Right? Only once it's built, like we have in the end of Bakuday, do we have Hashras Hashchina. But in the building, you don't have it. 
But says the Meshachachma, that's only post-Egel. Aval binyan ha-mishkan ha-mikdash, lo dachi Shabbos. Why? Because banshalo nivna ha-mikdash, ain't a shchina shorabi Yisrael. Before you have it built, so then the shchina is not shoreh. Ube emso iyut mishkan ha-mikdash, a shchina shorabi Yisrael. And through the building, that's when the shchina is shoreh. Because banshayin shchina shoreh, lo lo nitre Shabbos. Aval, here's his chiddish, line 16. Aval kodem sh'asur b'nei Yisrael ha-egel. Before b'nei Yisrael did the egel, b'chol makam asher asker eshmi, avo elech ticha. There could be Ashras Ashkina in many places. Wherever my name is mentioned. Vashina Haisa Shora be Israel Shalobem Sosa Mishkan. Right? Vasili Mikdash Vishakanti Bisokam. Bisokalachad Bechad. So there was Hashras Ashkina even before the Mishkan was built. The Mishkan was just going to be a unique place to have an intense experience. Says the Meshachachma, maybe before the Egel, Binyan Mishkan would have been Docha Shabbos. An unbelievable Chiddush. The Chazal only darshan that Binyan Mishkan is not Docha Shabbos based on our Parsha, because Shabbos is juxtaposed before the Egel. But in Kisisa, it's the flip, it's the opposite. Why? Because there was Hashras Hashchina amongst Kla Yisrael before the Binyan, and therefore maybe even Binyan would have been Doche. Azhaya Binyan Hamishkan Keachan Miprati Tzarachavode. It was something that you needed to do that you couldn't have done beforehand. Machshirin are not Doche because you could have done those beforehand. But here you couldn't have done it. Tzarachavode Achrei Binyan Hamishkan Achrei Egel. But after the Egel, then he, but they changed. But beforehand, it would have been Doche. Lachain Lainid, no mar Mishkan Kodim Lashabis, Avalacher Shachatu Beegel, Halalohayu Ruyim Lakavad Hashem Yisbarach. They weren't Roy, Rachbam Soyos Hamishkan, Imkain Lo Nitchis Bibinyan Hamishkan, Lachain no mar Shabbos Kodim. An amazing diuk that he has based on the juxtaposition and his suggestion that, again, it's just a historical halachic issue, what would have been the case. We don't have evidence of this in Shas, but this is the Meshachachma's possibility. Okay, so now we move on. So we had Shabbos to start Vayakel, and Lo Savaru Eish B'chom Moshevo Sechem, B'yom HaShabbos, don't light fires on Shabbos, right? One of the two malachas that are said explicitly in the Torah, Hotza and Havara, the Gemara in a few places has a machlokas. Why is Havara uh, mentioned, even though it's uh, it's included, right? Love Lav Yatsos, Lechalak Yatsos, but continues the Torah then, we get into the Mishkan. B'yom HaMoshe Al-Kol Adas B'nei Yisrael Eymar, We have the repeat. Take a truma, take a donation. Any volunteer, anybody who wants to give it from his heart will bring the truma Hashem, Zav, Kesef, Nechoshes, right? We have all of the raw materials listed. And we're not going to go into again, we've discussed this in the past, what is the whole purpose of a Yaakov Day if we already have this in Truma Tetzavah that we discussed in other years. But let's focus on Pasuk Question number one, ask the Ksav Sofer. First, the Torah calls it a truma lashem, and then Hashem without the lamed. Why is the first called a truma for God or to God, and then it's just called the truma of God, truma Hashem? Why both? Says the Ksav Sofer, source five. Vitzarachiyun the Tchila Amar truma lashem. Veshuv Amar Trumas Hashem below Lamed. Right? What's the difference between between the two? Says the Ksav Sofer is based on a Medrash. 
V'yakdim, and he asked another question, based on a medrash on last week's parsha. To Isa ben Medrash, Kishamar Kadesh Barachal Inyan Ashkalim, what Hashem was describing, Machsas Ashekel to Moshe Rabbeinu, Niskashem Moshe Rabbeinu, all of Ashalom, Moshe Rabbeinu found difficulty in understanding Shkalim, the Herolah Kadesh Barachal Kimin Matbeah Shalesh, Mitachas Kisei Akavit. Hashem showed him a Matbeah, a coin of fire, from under the Kisei Akavit. So various questions on the Medrash. Number one, what was so hard about a coin? Okay, a menorah is hard to make that whole gold, uh, menorah out of miksha, out of one. Okay, it's hard. Where are the prachim? Where are the, uh, cups? Where are the flowers? Okay, that's, that's hard to understand. But, uh, a matbeah, a a shekel. What's so hard about that? And secondly, you know, what does he show him? He shows him a, a, a shekel from under the kisiyah covet, a fire. So how does that help him in what he's supposed to do? He's supposed to get a machsah shekel from every person. So how does it help? Venerally. Let me explain, says the Ksav Sofer. What's the Lashem and Hashem? What's the Machzah Shekel? What's the, the Kamad Be'ashel Eish? Venerally. Shekshinomar b'ta Machzah Shekel. V'lo Shekel Shalem. Why do we give a Machzah Shekel? So many say it has to do with, you know, every Jew is only half. But he goes with, down a different path. Alpim HaShomru Chazal Ba'avos. Pirki Avos. The Mishnah says, Tain lo mishalo. Give to others, give to him from him. Give to God from God. Meaning, everything we really have is not ours. Tain lo mishelo. Kidachziv kimimcha hakol umiyadcha natnu Everything belongs to Hashem. So really, when we give anything of ours to another, we're not really giving something of ours. We've basically been treasurers for it until we give it away. If anybody gives staka, or those who gave to the Mishkan, really? They didn't give anything of their own. My bank account is less. It's not really. It wasn't yours in the first place. The object, the chef, so the money is not yours. You know what's yours? The action. You chose to do it. That decision is yours. Right, the maisa that he does. But the nadava itself is a Baruchus. A person only does half. A person is involved in the action, but it's not involved in the amount and in the chefsa. Right, all the zav and the kesem and the choshes. It wasn't really theirs. Rakamaisa. Asher eviu nidvasam. The maisa that is theirs. Vizel haremes b'machzas shekel. That's the machzas shekel. Moshe says, "What's the machzas? What does Hashem do? He gives a half from under the kisya kavod, saying, half of it is mine, half of it is yours. When it comes to staka, when it comes to machzas shekel, when it comes to many mitzvos, if it has to do with giving." The giving, the action is yours, the money is mine. To use the Gemara in Mesechus Psachim. And that explains everything. What was Moshe bothered by? 11. 
Why dafka half? Machs is a shekel. Let everybody give one. Okay, many different shatim. Let everybody give one shekel. The heralo kimin mat Hashem kimin matbeah shall ish tachas kisi akavid shah matbeah shenosim imenu who the matbeah that comes is from him the ain lohem bo rak hachetzi only half ubazeh and that's the machzus hashekel and that's the matbeah shall ish and that's what it even means haasher lo yarbe vahadalo yamit mimachzus hashekel it's not yours anyway it's only about the action, that's what you get the credit for. So if it's about the action, so then it doesn't matter what the count, what the amount is. The usher is not going to get any more credit for giving more. It's all from Hashem. Right, as it says in Menachis, Echad Amar Bevechad Amamit, Ovachi Yechavin Libal Shemayim. If it's the lave, the Maisa Kulam Shavim Latova, and the Maisim are all equal. So, what does this have to do with us? Now we get back to our pasuk. What does our pasuk say? After quoting the Chatsi and the Peula, the Zel Kavan Esakra, Kru Meitchem Truma Lashem, Kol Nadiv Libo Yivi Eha, Shezel Sheyikru Meitchem. What are you bringing? Trumas Hashem. It's the Truma of Hashem, meaning it's really His. But what is your your part of it? Truma Lashem, Konadiv Libo. That's the part that that you're giving to Hashem. That's the part that's coming from you. So the money, the content, that's Trumas Hashem, and the Truma Lashem is the Konadiv Libo, which is close to that part of the of the Pasik. So in life, we always have to remember, you know, the action is what we get the credit for. The Misa, this is about Staka, but it's really anything. You know, the action, the Mesiris Nefesh, the Nedava, some things are not of our control, what we give, but how we give it, and that we give it, so that is, that is up to us. Okay, so we continue, so all the, all the items are listed here in Vayakel. The materials, the oil, the besamim, ketorasasamim, avnei shoam, avnei miluim, all of the list. And the curtains, and everybody comes, vayavo kal ish asher bo, everyone who had an uplifted heart, v'chol asher nadva rucho, I'm reading from Shani, they come, and all the men bring, Moshe says, this is what we need, and they bring them. The women are the, the, the chachamos, the special ways that they, that they sew, they use the, uh, the wool off, off of the backs. And then we have Pasuk of Zion, which is discussed. The Nesiyah brought the, the special stones, the Avnei Shoam on the Avnei Miluim, the Shoam on the shoulders, the Avnei Miluim that filled in, right? They brought them for the Ephod and for the Choshen. Chazal already note, Rashi quotes it. Rashi quotes, says the Medrash, Amr Rabbi Nason, Maro Anesiyim leznadev v'chanukas ha-mezbeach, why in Parsha's Naso, the Nesim were the first ones, every single day. But when it comes to the Melechaz HaMishkan, they didn't. They're all the way at the end, the Pasach of Zion. This is what the Nesim said. Whatever, you know, take care of everything. We'll make up the difference. But then it was done. Malachi said, "Dayim." Right, the pasuk uh, says it was all done. 
So the Nesim says, what can we bring? Ma'alei to la'asos. There has to be something. Hevi was avnei shoham. Right? And that's why they were masadi b'chanukah zem izbeh tchila. Because they don't want to lose the chance again. But that's why the Nesim is spelled without a yud. It's spelled chaser to show that they were chaser something in their, in their um, attitude. But there's another medrash about the Nesim. Right? It's spelled without a yud. If you look in the beginning of source number six. Nesim could also mean clouds. That it flies, the nosea, it's carried. Va'amru, the major says that the anonim heviu as avnei ashoam. The clouds brought the avnei ashoam. Rav Chayesh Velevitz has a whole sicha, a whole mimer about this. That it was the clouds, and that's why it's listed last, because there wasn't a melus mitzad a person. And if something isn't done through hard work, it's less valuable. Okay. But this is the Medrash who was brought from the clouds. Says Lazayim Latora, Rav Saratskin, to explain the Pshat of the Medrash. Lazbiras Medrash Efshar Ba'ofan It says they brought, the clouds brought the Avne Shom and the Avne Miluim. Shehine Benoik Sheba'olam, in general, says the Azayim Latora, Shemisha Yoremi Nechasav, Matchil Lekamets Bedvarim Shebetztaka. If somebody goes down in their financial state, they start cutting their tzedakah. Siman davar ki amochachicha umatayado. A remez in the pasuk in Vayikra, when your brother becomes poor, so then umatayado, right? Then his hand stops giving. Im ach yamuch yateyado mitzdakah vachesed ubeemes sarakliyos lahefech. But says of Saratskin, really, it should be the opposite. Again, not in an, not in a mufraz way that you're left with nothing, but tzedakah is something that Chazal tell us. Brings riches. You want to make something, so give more away. Right? Right? Give my sir. Right? When it's a little more difficult, we have to be marbe. As he quotes the Gemara in Subis. Melach mamon chaser. You want to salt your mamon? You want to have it salt always makes things uh, stay for longer? Chaser. Right? Have less. Give more. Just like salt uh, makes the food stay. Right? And that's what happens. But again, it's not what's natural. It's not what's natural. He gives it a, a, continues the mushal. When does meat need salting quicker? In the kayats, in the summer, when it's warmer out, then you really better salt it. When it's gonna get ruined more, then it needs extra salt. So it's the same thing. When it's the summer, when things are, are, are getting worse, that's stucca. But the Torah tells us, based on the Medrash, Shahanasiim Ha'ananim, what are clouds? Clouds symbolize darkness. Tsaros. So that Tsaros, Haim Shevius Avne Hashoam. When it was dark, that's what, that's what brought the Avne Hashoam. Because that's human nature. When it's dark, when there are Tsaros, right? Avne Hashoam, or one might understand that as human nature, or one might understand that what he's driving at and trying to get at. When there was Saurus, when it became difficult, that's when they brought it, because that's what you're supposed to do. When it's more difficult. 
So it can read it in both ways, whether this is human nature or it's, this is exactly what, I, what, what they did, and it was a good thing. Good. Moving right along, a halachic ha'ara. A ha'ara. Not that that is, uh, we have an answer to it, but it's a ha'ara of the minchas chenuch. Right, we have all the binyan mishkan here, and we have the the uh, the pakudim. We have Vayakal talks all about the mishkan, and as we know, the the uh, repeated in uh, pakude, uh, all of the uh, kalim and the begadim. The Menachas Chinuch notes that the Rambam in Mishnah Torah in Hilchas Beis Abchira, Hilchas Klei Amikdash, the Rambam discusses in uh, Hilchas Beis Abchira uh, all about what the various kalim looked like. He talks about what the menorah looks like. He talks about what the shulchan looks like. He talks about what the mizbech azov, right? Everything is listed there. The tzura of the, of the kiar. Why is it listed there? Because, you know, it's halakha lamaisa. Halakha lamaisa, uh, if we, uh, the Ramam, again, doesn't list only halakha lamaisa, what's lamaisa lamaisa, but even what's lamaisa, bizman hamikdash. So the Ramam lists off in Hilchos, um, Beis Abachira in Paragimel, all about, just read some of the, uh, some of the descriptions, because the lack is is glaring. The Ramam says in Perakimah Halacha Aleph, Hamenora Mufureshes Surasa Batora. The Ramam even has pictures. Right, they, they say it's Machlokas Rashi Rambam. Was the menorah? Did it have circular arms or straight arms? Seems to be a Machlokas Rashi and the and the Rambam. But the Rambam goes through Shalosh Regalim Ayu, Shalosh Kaftorim Ayabakana, Kolagviim. Very very detailed what the menorah. The gova, the menorah, what it uh, what it looked like. Then the Rambam says, in the end of Paragimel, Shtei Shulchanos Hayu Beulam, Achad Shulshayish, Nozol Vecham Apanim, Malan Bakodesh, Mizbeach Aktores Hayim Aruba Amal Amma, Nasan Behechal Mechuvan, Safan Ladaram. What it looked like, Kior Shnei Masar Dat, Fish You Call Akonim Moskim Betamid Mekashim. All the Kalim. There's only one Kli that's not described in Hilchos Beis Abichira, and that's the Aron. The Aron is not described by the Rambam. How it looked, how do you make it, the box within a box, the box within a box within a box, gold and, and wooden and golden. Why is the Aron not described in Hilchos Beis Abchira? Remember, this is the Rambam. The Rambam is describing all the halachas that are Shaykh Halach Lamaisa, Bismana Mikdash. Upashut, to call Elu, third line of the Minchaschinach. Source seven. To kolelu akelim how you call palm acherim. Bayasheni loyimi kelim shal bayis rishon. Right, they always made new kelim. The the, the kelim and the bayasheni were different than bayis rishon. Ubi me chashmona im nevdu akelim shal you. Right, they lost a lot of old ones and they got new ones. It talks about they built a new menorah. They built a new menorah. Im kain srichin le dahadinim gam hayom efshar shem yitnu malchios rishus livnos based on mikdash mitzvah livnos. It's possible. Says the Menchaz Chinuch. Again, the Gemara said Hedrin is not so clear about this. Excuse me. The Gemara says first you have to have a king, then wipe out a Malik, then build a base of Megdash, and has to be in that order. So let's say all the nations of the world said, you know what? We realize Yerushalayim is the homeland and the capital of the Jewish people. Go build your base of Megdash. Let's say a Malik would disappear. So we don't have the Aron. In the days of the Tanaim, also in Sefer Kapos Tamarim, there's a story told about one of the Baliatosos, Rabbi Nechiel Baltosos, Ratzel Lelech, Lach of Karbanas Bishalayim. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago in the piece by uh, Rav Shechter on the Parsha. He discussed this Rabbi Nechiel, right, that to go give Karbanos. But either way, 
we we have to know what the kalim looked like. Aval Ha'aron line eleven. Take if kivan she nigrizu ha'edus v'lo Yisrael od ad bias gol b'mherv yamenu lo asume olam aron acher. They never made a new aron. They made new menorahs. They never made new shalchanos. They never built a new aron. Chus b'masha asamoshe b'midbar ukshiyavo agol b'mherv yamenu yiskalu aluchas aron. We can't wait to see that. Right? We'll take. We'll see the aron. Imkain the Rambam doesn't write that because we still have the old one. It was all the old one. So it says them in Chaschinach though, but the Rambam still should have written the halachas. We don't rely on Nisim. I am a Parshat Torah, right? There's no halacha that relies, there's, there's only one mitzvah in the 613 that relies on a miracle. And that's the Mesota. But besides that, we don't rely on miracles. There's a mitzvah. Vasuli Mikdash and Vasu Aron. Kamosha Khajama Rabba Mitzvazuli Nasiala Kasev. The Rama counts as a mitzvah to carry the Aron on shoulders. The Gamlahtasarasabadim, the Isra of removing the Badim from the Aron, after Lohay Madvarmat Biaskawal, even though those are aren't, aren't going to be mitzvahs until Mashiach comes. Kiata ain't Aron Babonasinu Harabim. So he counted those mitzvahs that are Shayach to the Aron. So why didn't he count this one also? Imkain. Dineha Aron Gamkain. Are you not going to be made by his Rishon? Nishma, what if the Aaron broke? Somehow. There was an accident in the, uh, in the, in the moving it up, right? Right? What happened with, uh, with Uzzah? What happened with Peretz Uzzah, right? He went to catch it, it was sliding off the wagon. The Gam lost in Lovo. Efshar imisha verha Aaron. Vadai mitzvah lasso darm bishulaitis. It's possible that in the future there'll be a mitzvah if something happens to it. Remember what happened in the times of Ailey, he says? The Plishtim got the Aaron. Right, so what do you do then? What if the enemy gets the Aron? So says the Minchas Chinuch, he leaves it Sarachim. He does not know why the Rambam does not quote. Ubi mei Amelech Hamashiach Meheri Yigala Efshel Lios Eza Kilkul Baron. Maybe there'll be a scratch, maybe there'll be a bump. You have to know how to fix it. V'Avshel Lo Yim Mikomakam Tzrichan Anachluleita. Right, so therefore says the Minchas Chinuch. I am not sure why the Rambam didn't count it. Again, unless you say. That's part of Hashem's promise, right? We know the Aaron carried itself. That's why they say that the uh, Uzzah was killed on the spot, Haftorah for Parshat Shmini, because he should have known. The Aaron carries those who carry it. Of course, it can carry it itself. So maybe that's part of the promise. There'll always be an Aaron when we need it. We'll never need to make another one. It'll never be broken. Maybe that's part of the promise. That's what the Rambam does not quoted. It'll never be Lamaisa. But even if it won't be Lamaisa, it's still unusual that the Rambam doesn't quote it. But either way, this is... This is the ha'ara of the, of the Menchaz Chinech. Okay, let's have one other thought. Actually, two other thoughts, and then we'll get into the uh, one thought on Parshas Par. This is a story. So we have a, a little potpourri of thoughts. We have Divrei Torah on the Parsha. We have a, a halachic tzarachian, and we have a story. The story, why is it here? Because the Pinyat Torah quotes it on the Pasuk in this week's Parsha, a story of the Shagazariah. Just an interesting story to, uh, to say over and about the power of a bracha and the power of a Maisa HaMitzvah. Right, at the end of the Binyan Mishkan, it's finally all together, towards the end of the Sefer, Paraglamites, everything is finished, everything is done, and what does Moshe do? He gives them a bracha. They did everything, Moshe gave him a bracha. Why don't you give him a bracha? The power of a bracha. What bracha? Rashi quotes, Okay, gives him a bracha, one of the Mizmorim. We know Moshe Rabbeinu wrote a number of the Mizmorim in Tehillim. David Amalek put together from earlier, put together from Adam and from Avraham and from Moshe. He put it all together. So he tells a story here in the Pinini Torah of the Shagas Aryeh. 
There was a very rich man named Rabbi Yitzchak who used to support a lot of causes. He went traveling a lot and he always used to bring back his wife, to his wife a nice present from all of his travels. One time, before one of his business trips, his wife said, I, can I ask you for a present this time? Sure. What would you like? I want a shas in my house. I want an entire shas. An entire shas in those days, 1700s, was, was not so, such a common item. It cost a lot of money. But this Rabbi Yitzchak said, you got to listen to your wife. Your wife asks you, They weren't all the same addition. One was big, one was small, one was a little ripped. But it was a shas shalim. So he brought it, but obviously these were uh, these were wonderful, righteous people. What they do? They didn't want to keep it for themselves, so they had a library system. If anybody wanted to come in and use one of the krachim, they could use it. Whoever wanted, and everybody heard about it. They asked for a certain volume, and then when they got it back, they could get another one. Fine. Rabbi Yitzchak, again, had to travel, so he just left his wife in charge of the library. She had the maftechos, and she was in charge. He started learning one of the Bati Medrash, and he was learning and learning. And once in a while, he went in to get a little volume of the Shas. No, we, we read the Shagas Arya, and we think, like, he must have had everything at his fingertips, always. Like, it was all there, but, you know, no, he went in. He went in to get the one by one. But the wife of this Rabbi Yitzchak realized that in front of her was an Adam Gadol. Right, it wasn't an uh, average Ben Torah Tamar Chacham. So she says, You don't have to come each time. I'll send one of my Mesharsim every morning to know what you want to learn that day. And this went on for a long time. Right, she was the one that supplied the Shagas with the Svarim. When he had to leave, he gave her a bracha. He gave her a bracha for all the learning that you caused. You help light up my eyes in Torah. I give you a bracha that you should have two children who light up B'nai Yisrael in Torah because you were ma'afsher me. One should teach everyone shas and one should be a baki b'shas. And her children were... Rav Chaim Mivelajin and his brother Rav Zalman Mivelajin. Rav Zalmala, who was also known as a Bucky Niflab, but this was the power of a Maisa Chesed, the power of helping somebody learn Torah, and the power of a bracha of the Shagasarye that he gave to the mother of Rav Chaim Mivelajin. Okay, amazing. Finishing up. Finishing up the Sefer, we reached the climax, as the Ramban calls it, Sefer HaGeula. What is the ultimate stage of Geula? where Hashem's Anan rests on the Mishkan. The Pasuk tells us, by Maftir, by Chas, Anan, it's all my way, to Chavod Hashem, Aleas HaMishkan. Moshe couldn't go in. Even Moshe couldn't go in. Kishachan alav he'anan, Uchvod Hashem, Aleas HaMishkan. The Anan, Hashem's cloud went on it, the Kvod Hashem filled the Mishkan, 
And that is how the Sefer ends, with Hashem Shechina coming down and Moshe not being able to go in. The Ramban, a number of times in his Sefer Shmos and elsewhere, but a number of times in Shmos, quotes the idea that the Mishkan is a Hemshech of Harsinai. He says that both in his Akdama, he says it in Truma, and he says it right here also. If you look in source number 10, a number of the Rambans are quoted. In the Shaila Avir by David Sefer. Haraban Makom Faresh, he quotes the Ramban. And he keeps mentioning Harsinai. Because that's what, as the Ramban says, the Mishkan is supposed to be a Hemshech. Remember the Machlokas between Rashi and the Ramban about the structure of Sefer Shmos. The Ramban says that the Mishkan did not take place after Cheta Egel. As it's written in the Torah, Shum and Tetzaveh are before Kisisa. Right after Harsinai, Hashem was Mitzaveh the Mishkan. That was supposed to be a Hemshech of the Mishkan. Rashi says it's a Muktav Muchar, and therefore the Egel happened first. And the Mishkan is an antidote. But the Ramban says, no, the Mishkan is a Hemshech of Harsinai. And he's about to be Elishitaso, Fein Mishkan Look in the Hakdama, turning the page, in the Hakdama to Sefer Truma. The Ramban has a separate Hakdama to Sefer Truma. So da Mishkan hu, Shia Kavod. Asher shochan al Harsinai, shochen Allah bin Istar. The kavod that was on Harsinai should be brought. Just like there was a cloud on Harsinai, there's a cloud on the Mishkan. Kamoshin Amar, Vayishkan kvod Hashem al Harsinai, Hein Ereni Hashem al Kinnas kvodo, Vesgalo, Vechulu. This Pirish, and he compares, he compares a number of times that I didn't give you all of the Rambats. But Rabbi David here in his Sefer, Shaila Avi, goes one step further and explains a deeper comparison between the Mishkan and Harsinai. And that relates to outside those contexts as well. Both of them, both the Mishkan and Harsinai have a common denominator. Obviously Hashem Shechin is there, but they are cordoned off. They are most Kadosh, but Kedusha is reflected and created, I would say both, by Mechitzos. By Mechitzos, by separation. When something is open to all, there's no Kedusha there. Kedusha means cordoned off. Bechol Makoros, he writes in the middle of source 11. Shahagdaras Kedusha, hein b'mishkan v'hein b'arsinai, he Kedushas mechitzos. What they do by Arsinai to make it Kadosh? V'higbaltes amsa v'vleimar. Separated. Put a gvul there. Right, higbalta, Rashi says, Kavalam t'chumin l'simashli kruvu min hala. When something is separated off, when something is not for all, not for always and not for all, that reflects and causes Kedusha. Right, and that's what Rashi says, Mechitzos, the next Rashi that he quotes, Right, everything has a separate Kedusha. When there is separation, there is Kedusha. And that, we have examples here in terms of Makom, in terms of the Mishkan, in terms of Harsinai. Right, when there is separation, that breeds, that breeds Kedusha. But this isn't the only type of Kedusha, even in action, turning over the page, the famous Ramban, in the beginning of Kedoshim, the Ramban there speaks about Kedusha also. What does the Ramban say? Very well known, Kadesh Kedoshim to you means sanctifying oneself, even in the world that's mutter to me. Even as long as that's mutter, I can't go overboard. Even if I don't violate any nitty-gritty halacha. But what's the common denominator? There's a mechitza. There's a separation. I cordon something off, I limit, I separate, that's Kedusha. 
that reflects Kedusha and that creates Kedusha. And I might add, he doesn't bring this in, but Shabbos, Kedusha Shabbos, right? There are limitations. It's cordoned off, right? We cordon and off with Kiddush and Abdallah, especially according to the Rambam, that Kiddush and Abdallah are both Midah Raisa. They're two parts of one coin. We cordon off Shabbos, and that itself is Kedusha Shabbos. When something is separated, when something is not always available, that's Kedusha. We have it in Kedusha's Makom, the Kodesh Kadashim. You only go in its most Kadosh, it's never gone into. That makes it Kadosh, and that reflects its Kedusha. Right? So you have it in Kedusha's Makom, you have it in Kedusha's Zman. What do we call when a, when a man and a woman decide that they are separating and cordoning, cordoning themselves off from everyone else in the world? That's called Kiddushin. That's also Kiddusha. If everybody is open to all, that's not holiness. Kiddusha is where there is separation, even in an area which was open. A Kohen, right, is not allowed to go certain places. You can't marry certain limitations of Mechitzos. That itself breeds, that itself breeds Kiddusha. Okay, let's end off with one thought related to Parshas Para. Parshas Para, as we know, is always the Shabbos right before Parshas Achodesh. Right? We lay in about Para Aduma. Uh, if you look in the Be'er HaTorah at Parshas Para, he has a safer on the Dalat Parshios. So in Parshas Para, he talks about what the message is for us of Parshas Para. Quotes the Mishnah at the end of Yuma. Ma mikvah metaras Yisrael. Hashem is our mikvah. Paraduma is about becoming tahar, right? becoming purified before Rosh Chodesh, before Pesach. How do we become pure? We go down. The Keshem Shebetfilah, as he quotes from the Yismach Yisrael, the Keshem Shebetfilah Sa'adam B'mikvah Tara, a lovely his kofeif, just like in a mikvah I have to bend down to get under the water, so too in Taras Hanefesh, I have to bend down and bend myself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in order to be metahir myself. Right? If I bend and lower myself, that will bring Taras, that will bring Taras HaNefesh. And he quotes, right? Tzadikim Amru, B'Shelas HaMalachim. He quotes, Ayei Mekom Kvodo. The Malachim say, Ayei Mekom Kvodo. Ayei, he quotes his Gematria 16, which is half of a heart. Half of lave. Because you want to reach the level of malachim. Ayei, makom kvodo. We have to have a shvira salave. We have to break our heart in front of Hashem. Shalaman yucha, l'shabech, l'hodos, l'chvod shechina, yafshar ki'im b'chatsi lave, dainu lave nishbar. That is what we have to work on. We have to work on our anava. We have to work on recognizing our place in life. But, on the other hand, we also have to remember, if we do that too much and too far down, that it might be detrimental. 26. We have to remember, it doesn't make us so low that we have Yeyush. Right? The Avod of the Paraduma is done with an Eitz Erez and a Shni Tolas and an Ezov. It's also done with an Erez. A very high branch. Not with, not just with a Tolas and an Ezov, smaller. Raising ourselves up. is lower. The answer is no, you need both. Life is about the balance. Right? The famous Anochi Yafra Vaefer, Adamela Elyon. Right? I'm a nothing, I'm great. 
and the balance in between, recognizing everything is from Hashem, but I have tremendous potential. Once the Yitzhara starts telling us that we can't do it and we're low, we have to realize we have to be like an Eres, we have to be strong, because we have to recognize that even as we lower ourselves into the mikvah, so to speak, of, of Ruach, of Nefesh, we have to realize the power the power that we have. And then he quotes from the Nomali Melech in the middle column. Can't be so low. The greatest menia, we don't believe in ourselves. Like a mitzadok, you have to believe in Hashem, but you also have to believe in yourself. Because we have to recognize that with the Torah that we do, we have to have the balance. And then he even says, Amazing, Alderach Drush. Alderach Drush, he says now on line 23 in the middle, what Hashem says to Kayin, Halo imtetiv se'es. Imtetiv. If you think of yourself as so great, se'es, you might get too high. Right? Se'es is uplifted. The imlot, right? A se'es of a, of a uh, tzaras is an uplifted spot. Imtetiv se'es. Vimlotetiv, but if you don't think of yourself as good at anything, so low, lefetachatas roves. If you focus on that, it's going to lead to chatas. Tachet. What do you have to do? Novanot, Yabaretz. You gotta go back and forth. You gotta be in between the pendulum. Right? The balance of godless sa'adam and shiftless sa'adam. That's what life's about. Novanot, Yabaretz. Yanua mimi da'achas lechaverta kafiat sarech. Shalafamim yiska'eb geos de kedusha. Lufamim yashpilasmo ba'anavas ruach. Great. And on the opposite, you know, recognizing is all from Hashem. Self-worth but recognizing, you know, it's all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So again, as we, as we continue this process that we started with Shkalim and Zachar, we're halfway there. We have two more, Para and Chodesh. We have to recognize that it's about Tara, Tara in the Mehadas, Tara in, in uh, Torah, Avodah, and Gimilas Chasadim. We have to work on ourselves in Torah, more learning. We have to work on ourselves in Tefillah, more Kavana. We have to work on ourselves in Chesed. We spoke a lot about Staka and Gimelos Chesed, recognizing it's all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but recognizing that we have tremendous potential and Hashem wants us to do the best, the best that we can accomplish. Okay, we'll stop here. Hashem, next week with Hashem, we'll start a new Sefer, Sefer Vayim.